Welcome back to another edition of EOS, Traction for Your Workplace Goals, a special series on the Richard Pyatt Show with Michelle Millard, implementer of the Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS. Welcome back, Michelle. Thank you for having me. So in our last episode, we talked about uh, the idea that, oh, I'm too busy. I can't do this. I don't have enough time. Turns out uh, we gave some tools for you to think about in terms of trying to reevaluate that and delegate and elevate. Now, uh, we also talked a little bit about (laughs) how I personally sometimes have said, you know, it's probably easier for me to just do it and get it done rather than delegate it. And then somebody has to learn it. Maybe I have to change it. And then it leads to a loss of traction. All of a sudden, things aren't getting done because too much is log jammed in a certain spot. And so that's going to be our focus today. If you've lost traction on certain workplace goals, how do you identify the cause and fix it? Lead us, Michelle. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Richard, in therapy session, you're not the only one, right? There's there's a lot of us that think the same way that if I, you know, I can just do it faster if I just do it myself. And so uh, bring people with you, have a different mindset on that and just say, you know what, it's the right thing to do. I've got to create an opening. I want them engaged. I want them here. How do I make sure I do that? And so it will help you in the long haul, it seems like you're slowing down, but honestly, you're slowing down to go faster. Uh, and so then this whole idea of getting stuck and overwhelmed, you will, if you don't delegate and elevate, you will always be stuck and overwhelmed. Uh, and so just using that tool will help you. But there's another tool that I've got for you. Oh. Uh, and we call that the issues solving track or what we call IDS. So identify, discuss, and solve. So here's where people get stuck is that there will never be a time in any organization where all issues are solved, Hmm. period, full stop, right? There will always be issues. We are dealing with humans. We are dealing with people. We are dealing with timelines. You know, we're dealing with uh, manufacturing things, right? That are just not happening really fast enough for us to keep up with it and and, uh, supply chain issues. So the idea of this discipline is to identify the problem discuss the problem and solve it. So I'm going to go through each one if I can, and just kind of really dig into each one so we know what it is. So identifying it, sometimes we do not get to the root cause. And so I'm going to share a story with you that I think might resonate. So if you have a delivery service, or if you're an organization that is out delivering, and your delivery guide, John, is late after third the third stop every day, he is late. So four, five, six, seven, eight stops are always late. So the first issue is John's the issue. We're not asking why is John the issue. We might be assuming John's the issue. And so once we start digging down, and so we, we talk about five whys, why, why, just keep, little kids, right? They keep asking why. That's how they're <laughs> learning, right? So we need to learn what the root problem is, the root cause of this is. And it comes down to it when we have one conversation with John, we say, why are you always late? on Tuesdays for the rest of your stops. And he says, because the guy at stop two, the owner is never on time. And then he has to put the guard dog away because I can't walk in there with the guard dog around the building. And so I am always late from that guy. And then we say, well, that's a problem. And then we find out that John has actually had the conversation with the owner saying, this is what's happening with my day and all that. So we assume that things aren't happening and we assume that it's John is the problem. And sometimes we fire him 
without even knowing. Mm. And so I really plead to people when we do this skill of trying to get unstuck with issues is as a manager, I then take that monkey on my back and it just overwhelms me. What I'm saying is ask more questions of why, what is the root cause of it? And then inspire John to fix the problem. If John can't, then of course, right? But that empowers him, that engages him. You know, maybe we have some skill sets to teach John how to deal with crucial conversations. That's another yeah. whole podcast, right? But so. <laughs> right. But yeah, so it's really just identifying that root issue on, on the I of the IDS component. Mm-hmm. You can't solve it till you know what it is, right? You can't solve it till you know what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Your example is really interesting because um, as you began to allude, we could spend a whole bunch of time talking about it, but sometimes the issue is not with you or, or with uh, something within your control. Uh, You have to figure out how to maneuver that. Absolutely. Right. And so that brings us to a great point uh, is the D, right? So thanks for the segue. It was great, Richard. Uh, The D and the disgust, right, is we just assume and we don't really discuss it. And so then how do we dig into the real problem, right? So not only asking the why to get to the root cause, but the why is it happening? Um, The what is going on? The where is the breakdown, right? And so we have to do that. And so in the idea of the disgusting part, many times, and I hope I get a few giggles out of people that are listening to this, we discuss the heck out of it. Mm -hmm. I'm holding up this little stress ball, little horse, and it's called beating a dead horse. And so in my sessions with my clients, sometimes I have to toss this little guy to somebody who is standing on their soapbox, maybe even belittling people about beating a dead horse. And I was like, okay, stop beating a dead horse. And so when the whole part of discuss happens, is it's a skill or a discipline that I want to teach today is Anybody in the room that's discussing this issue now that we've got to the root cause, you have one turn around, right? You have one turn around the table, state your point, state it well, state your point. If things get tweaked a bit, then you can state it again, but don't keep making the same point. You're beating a dead horse. And then once we've all said our piece to it, then we move to solve. And so many times leadership teams get stuck in this discuss, 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 and now people hate meetings. Right. That's, that's a that's whole nother true. podcast yeah. we'll be talking about later is that that's why people hate meetings is all we just do is beat this darn horse. And we, then we don't have a solve. Right. Well, sure. And, and sometimes these meetings too end up being the relief valve for all the frustration. Right. So that's how some of the conversation continues because maybe uh, Joe comes into the meeting, having all this pent up uh, emotion about this thing and phew, here it all comes. Absolutely. And then we're down a rabbit hole and I'm having a, I'll hold up another one, have a squirrel moment. This is another little stress ball. That's a squirrel. And so we have all these fun tools, but it's true. And let's just, let's, let's just, and there's another one I didn't bring with me. It's the elephant in the room. So let's just address the elephant in the room and zoo let's over there. do that. I have a zoo right with me. It's the EOS zoo. It's a farm. It's not a uh, petting zoo though. But okay. Right. So, it's just a stress ball zoo, but it, it, it makes a good well, point, right? It, it yes. breaks that stream of uh, of the discussion that's holding everything up. Exactly. And then how do we solve it, right? And so sometimes we get into organizations, okay, this is great. And we say break, right? And we go. Except no one follows up afterwards, uh-huh. right? So the whole solve thing is, okay, this is what I heard, right? So we're repeating back to what we hear yep. and then somebody take notes. And again, this will go back into it. We call it a level 10 agenda. Uh, if you want that tool, we'll talk about that later in the podcast or even this one. Um, but there is a whole section of to-dos. And so we capture all, every single one of the to-dos, who is going to do what, 
by when. And then the beauty of it is it's not just there. That comes back the next meeting and we say, okay, Richard, you were supposed to do this done or not done. Right. And if it's not done, we got to talk about an issue. What happened? You know, it could be legitimate. Like um, I wasn't here for the past three days. Well, that's a problem. We Mm -hmm. can't solve that. We move on. And then Richard will, of course, get it done. But then there's times where it's just like, well, I ran into a problem in the solve, right? And so the solve didn't solve it or the solve couldn't happen. And so we discuss that. And so again, we IDS the solve and we go, okay, so now what? And so it's always who doing what by when done or not done. And if it's not done, it's not done. So 90% does not get a done. It's not done at the time that we talked about. Mm-hmm. So building that discipline and accountability in the organization to solve problems and the issues that are happening, they just don't come back again. If we really, really get to the root cause, they don't come back up again because we put, maybe we put, we had to make four different processes. We had to write uh, policies into the organization. Those things can come from the same, from that problem, but then there's a policy to deal with that. And so hopefully it doesn't come back again. Well, Richard's not an EOS implementer, Michelle is, but when you talked about this, it it drummed up two things that uh, I learned in my uh, work history. Uh, one is come with a solution, baby. All right. It, you know, you can come and complain, right? But what's the solution? So you got to have that in your head. And then the next thing that, that I was taught was uh, exactly what you described, the solve part of it. What are you going to do by when? Because yes. otherwise it was just nothing but a complaint session. And now it's not going anywhere. Right. Yep, exactly. It helps people then own that, right? And so the kind of the last step of this is as leaders of the organization, you do not have to solve every issue. Now, of course, no one has the right, not no one, but they don't have the right to spend $60,000 at the snap of a finger, right? But if they have a see an issue, they're the closest to the issue on your manufacturing floor or what have you. Let them come with the solution. Then you don't get overwhelmed. Then you can have time to get unstuck. Do your job. Elevate your game to everything else. It inspires them, engages them, empowers them into doing what they're supposed to be doing. And you have now created this cycle that is nothing but inspiring work for them to be able to solve issues that are happening within some parameters, right? If there's some things, you can make those guardrails for them so they know what they can do. Uh, But that's really, it just gets them so excited about being a part of it. And then you don't have to do it. And it's so nice to talk about getting time back into your day. And reaching a goal is a nice motivator, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And people want to. I mean, people don't come into business or work to say, I, I want to do bad today. I mean, they really want to do their job, do their job well and contribute. Uh, and if we can give them an environment and an opening for them to run through to be able to do that, well, that's our responsibility as leaders. It just is. We just have to have that mindset that we've got to provide that for them. And, and this is a small little easy tool to be able to do that. So start having a, you know, on the shop floor, start having a discussion about what are the issues and then you don't take them. Let them try to solve it and initially have them bring everything to you till you find out the the, the skill set and what they can do and can't do. And then mm-hmm. eventually you'll be able to let that uh, kind of leash go out a little longer and a little longer. In our next episode, we'll continue this conversation and take it a step or two further as it focuses on uh, uh, systems and, and that sort of thing. But uh, still trying to make sure things uh, get unstuck that may have become stuck and uh, can continue the momentum toward uh, achieving your goals. That's the idea here. In the meantime, Michelle, if you've been listening to a number of these episodes, has offered uh, the opportunity for free tools to look at and begin to use in, in your own business 
and you can still do that. Her email is in the show notes uh, for this episode and the prior ones as well. Or you can simply just open a browser and go to your-sherpa.com and make contact that way. And uh, Michelle, you're not suggesting to folks that uh, they have to, uh, y- you know, make a uh, lifetime commitment to you when they get one of those, right? <laughs> absolutely not. It is. It is one of our core values is called help first uh, in the EOS model, and it is absolutely my passion to be able to give these tools, help you with those tools. If then you decide you want to continue on, great. But there is no sales pitch. There's no follow up. There's no email coming your way. You're not putting be put on some email blast. It is truly help first from the bottom of my heart uh, to give these tools away. Now, uh, on the other hand, if you're listening to this and saying, I want to do this, I want Michelle to to help guide us through that, then uh, she's happy to take you in that direction as well. Happy to help. Again, help first, but then you'll have to pay me. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. This is business, right? All right. Good enough. We'll continue with more episodes of EOS Traction for Your Workplace Goals, a special series on The Richard Pyatt Show. 